All right, I'm going to talk about how this came to be, like how I started talking about stuff or and even like the premise of, um, of starting a podcast. So uh, the story happened about, I would say, February of this year. I, um, I had met this man on Tinder. He was a strapping CEO of a company, and uh, he was interested in me. So we went out for a few dates, and it was, it was really nice. Um, you know, just one of those, like, corporate rich men that just, you know, likes the finer things. Um, and I'm not exactly that way. I definitely have a fun side to me. I'm not super traditional. I, I like dressing up. I like going on fancy dates. But day to day, I would not say that I'm the kind of person that just kind of goes by any sort of handbook of 1950s traditional living. Um, and I could tell that, you know, he was kind of that person on the outside. He likes to appear as this kind of person. Um, so anyway, what happened was, um, you know, we were getting a little more intimate and uh, started talking about our sexual experiences. And one thing that he mentioned to me was the fact that he enjoyed having threesomes. And this is not something that I've ever done before. Um, I mean, I've been with people that suggested it, and we, like, half-assed tried to do it, but didn't really. So I, I had never been with a girl before. I never really, like, wanted to, but the experience of somebody else enjoying it with me would have been, I think, the most enjoyable part of it. So I, I'm not one to, like immediately just say no to something I mean I'll try like most things once I won't try hard drugs so I definitely won't do that but you know something that's an enjoyable experience for some I really can't judge it unless I try it first so I was all for it so um you know it was kind of like surprising like the second he decided that you know, or I talked to him about it. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. He's like, oh, well, I know this one girl. It was like, it was kind of like messed up how he just kind of already had somebody on the hook for this. So he, um, he sent me like pictures of her Tinder and, and mind you, like I had never online dated before. This is the first person I had met online after my divorce and you know me being the naive one thinking I'm gonna find a nice man on tinder I have since been told that tinder is not the place for relationships it's the place for fucking which I mean worked out in the threesome favor but anyway he found this girl and you know she was really really nice she was a Colombian girl lived in Boston and she was really awesome and we decided to have like a FaceTime call with her before we decided to like meet her and so we like FaceTimed and talked and she was really cool like really into astrology so she was one of those girls um you know asked us both our birthdays and our time and place of birth and you know this is the first time I'd ever heard anything like this before I just I've always known that I'm a Leo and that's it (laughs) 
and but she had like this, all these books and crystals and whatnot. So, you know, it was it was a way to make conversation, and it was kind of cool seeing that stuff for the first time. But, um, you know, we talked, and you know, he wanted like extensive medical background to make sure that there was any like diseases. We were both like never gonna get anything. He was super cautious about that. Which, you know, it's kind of nice, but at the same time, like, the amount of anxiety he had about it was a little bit of a turnoff. Um, but I'm all for, like, a guy being safe. It's, it's actually kind of refreshing. Um, but he let it, honestly, he let it rule his life. Um, but that's a later story. So we decided to, um, you know, FaceTime a couple times. Her and I would talk, actually, on, off, like, our threesome talk um on our own just her and I and we actually became pretty close uh friends and then you know it it came time for us to meet and um we were going to meet in Boston um you know I really didn't know what to expect but I kind of had the idea that we were going to be in like a club kind of atmosphere so I decided to wear this you know really tight fitting red dress and I don't remember what she, oh, she wore like this see-through like pirate dress thing. I don't know. But I mean, I'm the kind of person it takes me probably like a half an hour at the most to get ready. But I got to her house um, and we were going to leave at eight. I got there at like six. We ended up leaving until like 9.30 at night. And usually for me, that's past my bedtime. So we, we get into boss or we're waiting there and then um, Mr. CEO comes and he, you know, knocks on the door, looks handsome as ever, of course, you know, wearing like perfect dress up clothes, looked amazing. And he picks us up, brings us down to the car and we drive into the city. Um, and then uh, actually we drove my car because I have an SUV and he has a, a tiny car. Anyway, so we get into the city, um, and then, um, uh, we check into our hotel, it's fucking freezing cold out, and, uh, we check in, and then we go down to the hotel bar, which ended up kind of being, like, a club, which was kind of cool, like, I'd never been to this place before, um, and it was, it was really cool, like, upbeat atmosphere, but it was not the kind of atmosphere that he was comfortable with so we get there um and then we uh (laughs) we go to the hotel room and um you know they take some things to make themselves more comfortable that is not something that i do because i am not allowed to with my current employment so i um you know i was already feeling pretty good just from drinking anyway so you know it happens and it was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun, but um, it's it's not something I would do again. There was no kind of jealousy or anything. It was very sexual erotic experience, but um, afterwards, um, I didn't feel any sort of closeness to him. But I didn't really anyway. So I think you know it may have been too soon in our dating relationship to do anything like that. So. I mean, it was fun. It was really fun. And she had a much better time than I did. Um, But after that experience, um, 
you know, we never did it again with him. Um, I dated him probably like a month longer, but I'm pretty sure that he was lying about being married and had a double life, um, was never really honest with me about it. You know, everyone would tell me like, well, he would always be super late whenever he came over. He could never just be on a date with me at a normal time. It was always like 9 p.m. that he would arrive. And whenever he called me, it couldn't be till after midnight. And he would FaceTime me from his garage apartment because apparently he still lived with his ex-wife but stayed in the apartment that was on top of the garage or something. It was kind of messed up. So, you know, I, I finally, like, read between the lines and was like, you know what, there's a reason why you don't want to give everything or anything to me right now. So I cut ties. We kind of remained friends, kind of talked. But for the most part, we just uh, weren't seeing eye to eye. And uh, I finally just, like, realized that he's just on there to find sex with anybody. So, um that was that story but anyway the Colombian girl and I we became very great friends we talk all the time um I'm not interested in her sexually she might be in me I don't know but uh we have these conversations about the serious fucked up stuff that happens to us dating men online and it is you know it can go anywhere from getting unsolicited dick pics to getting somebody who you think is just perfect, to getting catfished, to all of that. But underlying every single one so far, it never works out in the end, whether it's because of their red flags or because of something fucking crazy. But it never just kind of ends naturally like, oh, I don't really like somebody. It always just ends with some crazy whacked out story and you know, sometimes we call each other and we talk about it. But, you know, for instance, she lives in Boston. I live up in New Hampshire. So we don't exactly live close. So getting together um, is kind of difficult for us. So I wanted to talk about my stories. Um, and, you know, if she wanted to join me at some point, she can. But I live in a very small town. Um, and my town is, you know, full of younger people. We, we live right next to the college. Um won't say which one but you know for those who listen who know this town they will know that it is not the town the college is in it's the town next to it we have a lot of college students but also a lot of hippies here and a lot of hippies that are between like 25 and 40 and then a lot of hippies that are 65 plus so we we have a good amount of young people in town we got lots of bars we got you know the local spots and you kind of just know people whenever you go around so um you know a lot of people know this story just from you know us shooting the shit in town but um you know my number one rule in a small town like this is to not date anybody in this town and that may be like a limiting factor for me or whatever but i just i've seen the drama that goes on dating a sing like like my friend for instance he dated this one girl in town it didn't work out she knows where he lives 
she can't, he can't get away from her, but basically, like, you're limited where you can go if it ends up badly. So, I don't, uh, date anyone in town for that, but, um, sorry. I don't know if you can hear this, but my dog is barking right now. It's not, <laughs> she's not being abused or anything, but, uh, today is her 10th birthday. So, uh, my kids and I went to get a bunch of toys for her for, um, her birthday and my daughter brought them inside and hid them from her but you know the dog she just she just knew she knew that there was something going on so that's why she's barking right now so um that uh that's my dog right now sorry about the sounds and I also have an air conditioner going so my house is really old it was built in the 1800s um not really an exciting fact or anything it just is what it is but um so you can hear me ramble on about my air conditioner and my dog barking or i'm going to take a quick break and see what's going on with that so just shut her up okay so i'm back now and i like i listened to a little bit of what i had just recorded so I don't know what it is, but it's something about listening to your own voice, which is just the creepiest thing ever. Like, I always I always think that I have the most unpleasant voice there is. Like, it's a little raspy at times. It's not, like, super feminine. But then when I listen to this crap, I sound like the most polite, pleasant person to talk to ever. And now it all makes sense why people think... That I am just this like proper traditional girl that just has no edge to her at all and maybe I don't maybe I don't come across as that but I also don't really try to be edgy I just kind of just do me I guess but I never thought that my voice was that pleasant but maybe now that I'm aware of it this time I'm talking right now it's uh it's probably a little bit um different just because I'm aware of it like um you know yeah so yeah nothing really happened since I went to go check on my dog besides um having to take care of everything cook dinner everything so I coming back to you many hours later many many hours later like six um just because I just couldn't get back to it and I don't know if you guys can hear but my air conditioner is super loud so I live in this I said I lived in this old house before I think I did anyway um, I live in this very old house and I have this cupola up top of my house and in this cupola is my office and it's awesome that it's big enough to have this office. Mind you, my house is tiny so it kind of looks like, my house kind of looks like a lighthouse in a way, but it's not a lighthouse. It's actually an old barn that was converted into a house. So um, it's very old very dusty very drafty but in this cupola I have like four porthole looking windows like on a ship and I have one bigger window on the side which opens out so I have like one of those like seals 
to see like the window because the window opens outwards it's not like a sliding window that slides up and down so i have like an air conditioner hose snaked out the side of the window it's it's a little janky but it does its job when i work up here and it gets to be about 150 degrees in this room in the summertime so it's a great place for plants tropical plants although i suck at keeping them alive um so yeah it's a pretty cool place i want to buy it but my landlord does not want to sell it at the moment so looking for other places instead so um yeah that's basically my evening pretty tired don't know if anybody cares about this podcast I feel like it'd be a lot better if I had somebody to talk to besides just ranting about my own story so like I I kind of planned on like talking about like the premise of like oh why I'm gonna do this podcast whatever I just I have so many stories to say and I don't really feel like writing them down like maybe a book would be the best but I'm just way too lazy to do that and I like I'm the kind of person that like I'd rather listen to somebody's story than read it I think like the context of reading it sometimes like it's just not as exciting as actually like hearing and I think storytelling is a lost art and I'm not saying that I'm good at it like I really don't think I am but like my grandfather was somebody who was always just so amazing at telling his stories and none of them were recorded none of them were written down and you know he died you know before I really knew about any sort of technology to record those things and I really wish that you know I had more knowledge of it then because if I did like everything that he said like crazy crazy stuff to just like normal stories about our family like it would have been really awesome to have that now so uh, not sure that anyone really wants to hold on to my story of having a threesome for the first time but you know it's there <laughs> if I ever want to reminisce about it so um, oh I really need to get a pop filter for this microphone breathing into it very loudly okay um, so yeah so I uh, I guess I don't really know what else to say um, do I talk about things that I enjoy like I really enjoy listening to one podcast in particular. It's not um, it's not a female podcaster. I'm not like super feminist. I'm not not a feminist, but I I I guess I don't really support somebody just because of their gender. I support them because I enjoy their material, and uh, this one. Um, this one podcaster male he is from the new england area so i can relate to a lot of his comedy a lot of his humor just because it's it's very relatable to to my experiences and the people that you know live in this area as well so i i really idolize this this man um actually going to see him um in a few weeks i'm really excited so uh hopefully that um 
that actually happens and it doesn't get rained out or something because that would really suck so um but yeah it would be it'd be really awesome to see him for the first time but you know he talks on his podcast and it's always just so like fluid but I guess you know when you're doing when you're doing it for that long it's probably easy for you to talk to yourself and I'm sure he like has notes about it but um yeah fuck my I told my friend that I wanted uh to start doing a podcast and she's like oh well so does you and everyone else I'm like okay well fuck who cares if other people want to do it like I just want to talk and then maybe because like I sit in my office all day by myself I don't talk to any other human being unless I'm on a zoom call and I work for um I, I don't know if I should say I work for a company I'm a project manager so I, I you know I work for a company where it requires a lot of communication with multiple people so you know we're talking about projects we're not talking about really many personal things um other than it's like other than like my meeting with my boss who's phenomenal um I have a meeting with him once a week but apart from that like I really don't talk about like oh how are your kids how's your day like simple things like that like you'd be surprised like how much that can really you know impact somebody and like I during COVID I was you know I was remote some of the time um because at the time I was uh full-time military so you know, I, I had to go in a lot of time, but, you know, I, I had a computer job at the time, so I was able to bring my laptop home and work from home, although we did kind of like a rotational, like, hybrid schedule, um, but, like, there was never a time where I didn't go multiple days without, like, having a conversation with another adult human being, so... Um, I really like like now that I, I am isolated I guess uh, I really feel for the people that like didn't have that like I can't imagine and um, the industry I work in now um, there was a lot of people that you know that were I guess I could say I work in the senior living industry so um, you know a lot of the people were um, were pretty isolated and it, it really it really impacts them and it impacted the business I work at too. Like people don't want to be all by themselves, like alone. Like that's terrible. It's, you know, living the last years of your life in full isolation. Like, can you imagine that? Like I, I would not like, it's already hard enough being away from home and your loved ones. Like when you're in these assisted living like facilities, but you know to then further not have any visitors just like sucks it sucks but um but we're coming back from it we're coming back and um you know it's it's hard to remind people that like we do care about them you know it wasn't our choice to uh to have those restrictions but that's enough about business um hmm what are things i like to do uh, I like to cook. I made some chicken tonight. It was pretty good. I made a baked feta pasta. I, uh, 
I saw this from this girl online. She lives in Oregon, no, Washington. Um, I should know better. I used to live there. But anyway, she makes these amazing dishes for her family, and I saw that on there. I made it for my kids once, and they loved it. And so I made it for them multiple times. I even cooked over the weekend with my um, with my daughter. We volunteered at um, the Ronald McDonald House doing a guest chef um, meal, and we made that for for the residents of the Ronald McDonald House. And for those of you who don't know what the Ronald McDonald House is, so um, a lot of places where there's hospitals, particularly children's hospitals. Um, there will be a Ronald McDonald house nearby and don't get yourself fooled. It's not like a McDonald's like free food situation. It's, it's basically like a hotel, but it's free and it's free for the families whose children are, are in the hospital for extended periods of time. Um, even for like families who have to drive a long distance for their kids to receive care. Um, it gives them a place to stay, and, you know, my family has benefited from that when, um, when my sister was sick when I was young, and, you know, it's a way that, um, you know, we're able to give back to them by volunteering, like cooking meals or, you know, being a, a host for the weekend. Um, my mom has been amazing at, at volunteering and, you know, giving back to them, and, um, you know, I know it makes her feel really good to do that, but um, it's something she loves, and uh, I hope she continues to do it, but um, yeah, so I made that for them, and I made it again tonight, and some chicken that I marinated, and some lemon, pepper, and sage, sage from my garden, which is pretty bleak, because the only thing living is the sage, so got that out of there, <laughs> and uh one of the leaves had a bunch of spiders on the back, so I made sure to not get that one, but, um, yeah, this, that was dinner tonight, I like cooking, I just like, I love to cook, I just hate cooking when nobody eats the food, so like, I love, like, a lot of the recipes, like, I want to try something, it, it makes a bunch of food for a lot of people, and, you know, I have my kids, like, it's a crazy two days on, two days off schedule, so sometimes, like, the food goes bad before anyone's able to eat it, and I can't eat all of it, and a lot of times, like, they want to try, like, a dessert recipe, and I'm not, I'm not eating a lot of dessert at the moment, or I'm trying not to, I just don't have that much of a sweet tooth as I used to, um, and I, yeah, I don't know, does that come with when you get older you get less of a sweet tooth I don't know but I also had a lot of cavities so I'm trying to like cut down on sugar um just take better care of myself um so yeah like I hate that so like cooking for the Ronald McDonald house it was really great because I could actually just like cook the full meal and I know that it's going to someplace good I know that you know even if it's not eaten it's there for them it's the option for them and it's not something that's just going to sit in my fridge for myself so it it makes me a lot happier to invest time and like energy and money into cooking something that I know is going to go you know to somebody who really wants it so um and deserves it so um 
Yeah, this got kind of like sentimental from like three sums to volunteering. So I'm not really sure the track that I'm going on. I also like really don't know how long this is because this is the first time I've ever recording. So I'm on, I'm using GarageBand. I have no other software on here. I did at one point, but then my like computer crashed. But um, yeah, so I got a Mac. So if anyone wants to help me with that, um, that would be awesome. If not, if I don't have any listeners, which is fine, <laughs> because this is like, who's gonna listen to this random ass girl just talking about her life? Like, um, you don't have to help me. But also, like, if anyone wants to talk with me, that would be awesome. I just like don't have friends. <laughs> so like, you need friends to do that. I feel so ridiculous, like making myself laugh, like. <laughs> all right um what should i name this podcast please uh, uh i should probably get like an email or something for this so that uh i don't know because if i like make a name for the podcast i'm probably gonna want i'm really gonna want to have like the email be the name of the podcast but maybe I should just like make one for now and then change the email once I figure out a name so if you have an idea for the name of this podcast which talks about my crazy dating life but also the stuff I do during the day from my tower and um, cooking and doing things and a little bit of maybe mental health because who isn't going crazy these days um, email it to this email this email is for my podcast at gmail.com I repeat my email for this is this email is for my podcast at gmail.com alright so I've talked for about 30 minutes 30 seconds I don't know if I should keep going or if I should just wait. I think I think for our first episode, this might be good. Like, I talked about my threesome story with Mr. CEO and Miss Columbia, and she was amazing. Um, is amazing. He's kind of not. So, um, you know, if there's any more ideas... Um, of things, questions you guys want to know about, you can send it to my email. This email is for my podcast at gmail.com. Thank you.